Hi and good morning. Um, this is Specular Effect with the Trinidad Renaissance podcast from the Trinidad Renaissance group on Minds.com. Now, um, I've been pretty active for the past two days because I have seen a rise in people on Facebook, Trinidadians, actually talking about race. And you guys know I'm your, 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 your friendly neighborhood racist, and I love to talk about race. But let's be, let's be succinct and let's be real here. I like to talk about race and I, because I have to talk about race. We must discuss race in regards to Trinidad, which happens to be a, a multicultural society, um, a multiculturalist experiment gone wrong as multiculturalism has gone wrong everywhere around the planet. Um, you, you, have, uh, you have different races building different societies and uh, they're just meshed together and, and expected to, you know, basically coalesce and, 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 and get along. And that has just failed in Trinidad. As I've said before, uh, the only successes of uh, multiculturalism as it pertains to Trinidad is that you have uh, food and cuisine, right? Religious ecumenicalism where religions and people of different religions are tolerant of other people of different religions, right? And the third one, which is I think is the most important one, is dysfunction, which is African dysfunction, African culture. Uh, that's the only way, that's the only successes. Those are the only successes, right? Other than that, it's an abject failure. Um, so yeah, we have to talk about race because when you look at Trinidad and Tobago and you look at the condition and the state of the state of Trinidad and Tobago, the most, the, 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 the deepest concern is violent crime as it is for any, any nation or any state. Violent crime is a concern for anywhere on the planet. Right. If you are talking about uh, how ought we to live as human beings, um, uh, talking about security and safety, violent crime is very important. And as sad as it is, uh, we, we should be bold enough to speak up and to be honest about it, that when it comes to violent crimes, no one does it like Africans. No one. No other race does it like Africans. And yes, I'm welcome to all, I welcome all the nonsense, nonsensical, ridiculous African argumentations, which go like, uh, well, look at the white man and his wars. Well, yeah, those are war and conquest, but we're talking about an established societal setting where there are laws, where there's jurisprudence, where, is the, where there is the rule of law. Africans cannot, cannot assimilate and they cannot follow these rules. They cannot um, exist within modernity and in a civilized, established societal setting. They just can't. And the reasons for this lies greatly in their sociocultural evolutionary stagnation, which is uh, a, my euphemism and a, uh, a better way of saying genetics. The, la the fact that they have not evolved past hunter-gathering and they never made it to agrarianism, which which agrarianism is, oh boy, is very much responsible for everything that I just mentioned in, in terms of creating an establishment, creating an, a, an established societal setting 
where there's the rule of law and jurisprudence, philosophy, et cetera, et cetera. You do not find philosophy and the rule of law, jurisprudence on all those things that make a society within um, a hunter-gatherer stone age culture. Just It's just impossible. It's virtually impossible, anthropologically speaking, biologically speaking, scientifically speaking, it's just totally impossible. And for the most part, modernity was foisted upon the African when he was brought to the West um, through the slave trade. Uh, slavery was just a, a fucking horror and a nightmare. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, they were brought here and modernity was foisted upon them and they were not ready for it. As I've said to you guys before, it's similar to giving a child whose mind is not developed properly or well enough to handle violent video games. Okay, you will see aberrant behavior expressions coming from that child and you basically mess that child's uh, psyche up going on in the future his ability to um, his or her ability to to get along with other kids to socialize etc right video games actually has an effect on the child's uh, d uh, brain development especially when they are exposed to video games at an early age right it's no different Right, and that's just pretty much the same thing with the African. The African was exposed to modernity and to civility um, at a very tender, stadial existence in his in in the collective life of Africans. Um, we can talk about the exceptions to the rules. There are exceptions. Booker T. Washington was one of them. Uh, well, W. E. B. Du Bois, many what people would consider to be um, uh, white supremacists and, and white nationalists would, didn't really consider him to be 100% African anyway. But we're talking about the exceptions to the rules, those who are not plentiful at all. They're very rare, which is a sad, sad realization and a sad reality, right? That majority of Africans are just very primitive. Okay, in thinking, in reasoning capabilities, in behavior, you name it, in assimilation or the inability to assimilate, to follow rules and, and, and instructions, in following and respecting authority, the recalcitrance is outrageous among Africans, right? Um, yeah, so this morning, let's, I'll leave that aside for now. That's just my introduction. Um, I came across a post of from someone on Facebook actually speaking about race. I'm not going to call the person's name because um, I I believe in respecting people's uh, privacy, etc. And I, you know, name dropping and all that is just disgusting. Um, so he starts off. Uh, Good morning, and it's in its desperate attempts to score points with its African base. The PNM has spread it has been spreading a lot of hate against our Indian population. Really? Is this true? I'm not even aware of this. Okay. Uh, this is just, you know, a very, it's an obvious aspersion, right? Continuing. The latest one is this. Indians are the ones responsible for the situation black people found themselves in. I, if this is true, if what this person is saying is true about what that the latest um, the latest uh, attempt to score points 
is blaming Indians for the for the condition of Africans in Trinidad. If this is true, I, I mean, we come on, you listeners out there know that this is just it's not in the same zip code as reality or truth or fact. Okay, what you see going on in 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 Africa. I mean, in Trinidad, which is, fuck it, it's, Trinidad is Africa, right? What you see going on in Trinidad with Africans is the same thing that goes on on a planetary scale with Africans anywhere on the planet, anywhere you go, any African quote and unquote society. It's the same thing. And you know what? They blame everyone for their plight. They are never they are never responsible for themselves, for the things they do, for the things they don't do, for their decisions, for their indecisions. They are never to blame for anything. This is what I refer to as the Dindu syndrome, Dinduism, right? Which I, I postulate has its, um, its beginnings and origins in African primitivism, African um, shamanism and totemism where the African is always enveloped and um, possessed by foreign entities, foreign spirits, and he's totally unaware of what he ever does until he comes out of this trance and he still doesn't know what the hell happened and he blames it on God or he blames it on the spirit or the entity. He never did anything wrong, right? Um, he continues, uh, this cannot be further from the truth, and I have to agree with this gentleman, for the plight of the black man in Trinidad and Tobago was brought upon him by his own black people. Uh, yeah, sure. Sure, I agree. Absolutely. But I'm pretty sure it's not the way I would put it. Okay, I mean, to be honest with you, you, you give any other race a brick and they'll give you a city. You give a city to an African and he'll give you a brick. That's just the reality of it, right? They destroy everything, right? It's not that Africans live in bad neighborhoods. They don't live in bad neighborhoods. They make bad neighborhoods. Different races build different societies. And we know for a fact that Africans do not build anything. They destroy everything, right? I never claim to know everything, he continues. But I know enough to detect lies, especially those from the PNM. So like every other average dumbass Trinidadian, this gentleman is of the opinion that, it, again, it has a lot to do with politics and racial party politics, etc. cetera. Uh, Trinidadians are, are not intelligent enough to understand that there are other variables involved. And the main variable happens to be race. And the other variables that I would refer to is that, you know, hey, pal, this is not just unique to Afro-Trinidadians. This is Africans everywhere on the planet. They won't. The Trinidadians are not intelligent enough to go that far. Their their uh, line of reasoning is very, very uh, ephemeral, very short, right? Just like uh, with those guys yesterday on my live, I was talking about how they are they're correlating party a, a, a particular administration to the rise the ebb and flow of violent crime in trinidad and for some reason they cannot consider other variables it's just that you know a party comes in crime drops party leaves crime goes up that kind of thing and i had to explain how africans whenever there's an african administration or an african leader in any city state country nation 
Africans become emboldened, just like they became they became emboldened. And I explained, you know, in regards to the uh, emancipation, what happened? African Africans had a license to go African. Africans had a license to go African after um, the civil rights movement, right? It was it's no different. They become emboldened. And I explained the soteriological ideology and perspective that they have on life, where you know, some uh, uber African uh, deity or, or god figure or demigod is supposed to come and save them and rescue them from all the all the all the evils uh, of the white man kind of stupid shit, right? And when that happens, it means that they can do whatever they want. They don't have to follow rules. They can behave however they want without any repercussions or consequences right he could, he goes on i am no indian lover as some want to label me i am the lover of all people regardless of ethnicity only a fool will believe that one race is superior to another <laughs> okay so he's no indian lover He's the lover of all people, regardless of ethnicity. And this is another thing about Trinidadians that, that reveal the Trinidadian stupidity and ignorance. He does not, like every other Trinidadian, majority of other, other Trinidadians, do not understand. He does not understand the difference between ethnicity and race. Okay? You can have two different people or two groups of people of the same race, but of a different ethnicity. Okay, you could have a white Londoner compared to a white Welsh. They are of the same race, but they are of two different ethnicities. Okay, I hope that's clear. I hope you guys could understand that there's a there's a big difference. Okay, so when he says, I am the lover of all people, regardless of ethnicity. So if you have an African that does not subscribe to African culture, or he does not behave like the typical nignog, he is of a different ethnicity. I want you guys to understand that. If you have an African who grew up in the south of Trinidad and he embraces Hinduism, he, he basically lives like the Indian does. He is of a different ethnicity, different race and different ethnic, and he's of the same ethnicity to that of the East Indian, but a different race. It's important for you guys to grasp that, okay? Now, in regards to what he's saying here about only a fool will believe that one race is superior to another, this is just simply absurd. And again, it's, it goes back to what I talk about in terms of, of Trinidadians not understanding and comprehending race at all. Yes, certain races are superior. Different races build different societies. And different races or certain races build superior societies to other races to, to africans everybody builds a, a superior uh society to the african everybody the chinese the indians the whites the japanese you name it everyone builds a, a superior society to that of the african does that make them superior you bet your fucking ass it does Africans are superior when it comes to the, their, their, uh, the bell shape of their eyes. Uh, their visual acuities are a lot better than other races. 
when it comes to their physical their uh, physical abilities. We're talking about sports here. We're talking about when we talk about dancing, right? They are superior in that regard. Africans are superior when it comes to vocals, vocal acuities. Okay, they are not superior when it comes to intelligence. They are not. They're just not. When it comes to reasoning capabilities, they are not. When it comes to to being law-abiding, they are just not. When it comes to impulsiveness, they are superior in the negative sense. They are very impulsive. Okay, it's important for you guys to understand that the different races, the, the reality about race. You guys need to understand the reality about race. As it stands in Trinidad right now, when it comes to economics, when it comes to uh, academics, when it comes to being a law-abiding citizen and following the rule of law and jurisprudence, the African is inferior to everyone else, totally inferior. And other races are much superior to him in those regards. When it comes to sports and entertainment and even murder, the African is superior to other races. Continuing. Do you remember the story I told you some time ago about a Bantu family who saved the life of a white doctor after his plane crash landed in Bantu territory? That was enough proof that the prehistoric Bantu was equal to the European doctor for the Bantu's blood was used to save his life. Oh my God. Oh my God. Anyway, I mean, there's so many things wrong with that, right? I mean, if this is how you want to measure uh, superiority or inferiority or, or egalitarianism or, or people being equal, then, I mean, it's just very primitive. It's very childish, right? If the PNM, and I'll tell you why it's, 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 it's childish, because, again, the Trinidadian is unable to understand that there are many variables going on there. There are, there are at least a handful of variables going on there other than the one that he chooses to focus on, which is the blood. Like, dude, okay, come on, man. Like, really? So it just so happened, and this is why I would call bullshit on the story. It just so happened that the, that the Bantu and the, the white man who crashed, they did just so happen to have the same blood type. Like, really? Are you fucking, like, come on, man. Really? This is the kind of stupid shit that Trinidadians rely on as evidence, <laughs> okay? And ad anecdotal evidence to support their stupidity, to support their all are we is one garbage, which is African, which is an African construct, right? If the PNM continues with this dangerous practice, what practice? It could well be the planting of the seeds of racial intolerance in T and T that could descend into what happened in Guyana in the 1960s. Pulling out all these mental reference and this, these historical reference, right? Um, if the PNM continues with the, blaming the Indians, blaming the Indians for the Africans' uh, uh, condition, I mean, that's just utterly retarded. Um, I don't think anyone would fall for that nonsense. Obviously, everyone knows that Africans are just, you know, shitty people, right? just totally shitty and inferior people when it comes to uh, being civilized. And I don't think anybody would be blamed for it or could be blamed for it. Let's be real. And yeah, what happened in, in Guyana is very much a good example as to how multiculturalism failed, right? 
um, to disprove the PNM li the PNM lies, PNM's lies. I'm correcting here as I as I go on. There's so many grammatical errors, syntax, and all that shit. I now put these pertinent questions to my African brothers and sisters of Trinidad and Tobago. Fucking always calling somebody a brother and sister, dude. There's no individualism. Who was the man that stole over $5 million worth of building material from, from the Tobago hospital and used them on his own development project? Was it an Indian? Good question, pal. Who was the man because of greed caused the collapse of the sea bridge between Trinidad and Tobago? As a result, destroyed the Tobago economy. Was he Indian? The answer is no. Who took away everything? And I mean everything given to the given to poor black people by the former PP government after the 2015 general elections. Was it an Indian? Who opened his two big eyes and allowed comb, short, crutch, imbert to waste over 17 USD, $17? Over 17 USD on a fast, uh, I, th I think he might have been 17 million, meant 17 million, on a fast ferry that was built for rivers in Venezuela and to save Imbert backside from embarrassment, announced that the boat was bought to travel from Toco to Tobago, even though Toco does not have, okay, all these insignificant fucking details, right? Inconsequential. Does not have a port to accommodate a 20-foot pirogue, was it an Indian? Well, the answer is no, it was not. So basically he's saying that um, he's basically blaming the Africans for the condition of the country, for economic failure, et cetera. And I have to agree with this. I've always said it, that Africans have destroyed the nation. They destroyed Trinidad and have destroyed Trinidad and continue to destroy Trinidad as Africans destroy everywhere they are. Hold on a second. What is he talking about? All right. Who stole two and a half million dollars carded for a uh, for a community center for Lavantil? Was it an Indian? Was it an Indian woman? He's becoming more and more specific now. Whose children going around with guns, robbing, raping, and murdering our citizens? Okay, even he's aware of this. He's aware that African, that violent, the face of violent crime in Trinidad and Tobago is African, as the face of violent crime in any nation is African, aside from nations where um, you have Islam or Muslims, etc. And to, to be honest with you, uh, majority of those, those Muslims happen to be African, Somali, and Ethiopian, et cetera, right? Um, yeah, he's aware that the face of violent crime in Trinidad is African, but you dare not say that to them, though. They'll they'll be quick to talk to, to call you a racist. Only they are allowed to say these things, right? Whose children going around with guns, robbing, raping, and murdering our citizens all over Trinidad and Tobago? Are they the children of Indians? The answer is no. I have to agree with him there. Okay, Africans are the terrorists and the menace to Trinidadian society. Commissioner Griffith eliminated many cockroaches since taking office. And I, I think cockroaches is a euphemism for African. Which ones have he eliminated the most? Black cockroaches or Indian cockroaches? I would say 99% of, of them were African cockroaches.
according to a great philosopher, <laughs> Trinidadians are hilarious, the further a society drift from the truth, the more they hate those who speak it. I do not buy friends. And if telling me, telling the truth makes me gain enemies, then so be it. And I have to echo that. If me telling the truth, as I have been for the past couple of months, close to a year now, uh, about race and uh, violent crime, and I'm talking about African culture and how African culture destroys everything, including Trinidad. If me speaking about facts makes me a racist, oh well, so be it. I'm a racist, right? Then he goes on, he concludes, spreading racial hatred is very bad for our country. Well, the Trinidadian understanding of racism is, it's like, it's like trying to, to teach trig, trigonometry to a fucking two-year-old, right? Trinidadians do not understand race and racism at all. They just don't, right? There's, there's no such thing as racism. There's only bad behavior. Okay, there's no such thing as racism, only bad behavior. So spreading racial hatred, if 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 me speaking the truth about African bad behavior makes me is considered or qualifies as racial hatred, oh well. And it could bring about the day when I will have to dodge bullets from Indians or vice versa, just because we don't look alike. You really think it's because we do, because you guys don't look alike? That's the reason why. Again, there's no such thing as racism. There's only bad behavior. Okay, just because we don't look alike, speak the truth and let's let good sense prevail. Nobody's going to be shooting after you because you don't because you guys don't look alike. It's because of bad behavior. It's because Africans have garnered well, garnered is is like, I don't know, that's putting a soft blow to it. Soft touch. Africans have a, a violent imprint. They have what is called the MAOA gene or the uh, warrior gene, the inability to, inability to defer gratification. Very impulsive, high testosterone serum, et cetera, et cetera. Just makes them very violent people and prone to crime. Um, prone to violent crime. Yeah, it's not, it's not because you look alike someone's going to want to kill you. And I just want you well, we want to clear the air right now. All these KKK Nazi groups that you hear talking about kill a nigger and all that kind of shit. You guys watch too much damn TV. And even if you go onto the forums, you you or you 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 read any of the material by these neo Nazis and these KKK members, they do not speak that way. Plain and simple, they do not speak that way. All right, they will tell you. They will tell you, and I'm telling you what they will tell you. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. It has to do with bad behavior. They do not want to live in shit. They do not want to live in Africa. And Africans will turn anything into Africa. They just don't want to live in Africa. They do not like bad behavior, plain and simple. And if that means having to defend themselves, which means having to kill, in their terms, kill a nigger, to preserve what's theirs and you know their sovereignty and their personhood, you bet your ass they will. Absolutely. If the African is so bold and emboldened to want to come rob, loot, and kill, you bet your ass they will defend themselves. And I will call upon any Indo-Trinidadian and any 
non-African citizen of Trinidad and Tobago, Tobago to defend himself and herself against the African. Kill a nigger at that point. Defend yourself because they don't give a shit about you. They are coming to rob and to kill you. All right? But keep in mind, Afro-Trinidadian who, who are listening, people just don't like you just because they don't like you. They don't like you because of your behavior as a collective, not on, a, on an individual level, as a collective, as a group. And on an individual level, if you find yourself making excuses and siding with the criminal element with the majority, you're just fair game. I'm sorry. That's just how it goes, man. If you choose to stand out and create a, a separate identity for yourself and your family and your loved ones, a different ethnicity outside of the general identity and general uh, perception of the African, right? The typical African, the typical Nignog, then all so be it. You will be recognized as such. You have nothing to fear. If there were to be a race war in Trinidad, you wouldn't have anything to fear, right? Now, ideally, I wouldn't want there to be any sort of violence. I don't believe in violence. I don't believe in coercion. I don't believe in force at all. Um, but I do believe in the right to, to defend oneself, especially when it comes to Africans in Trinidad and Tobago. I do believe in, in self-defense, absolutely, all day. Um, I don't think Indo-Trinidadians and other non-Afro-Trinidadians should stand by and sit by and fucking allow the Africans to overrun them. They, they, they've been overrun, they've been overran in regards to cultural ready, the cultural influences, right? The shit that you have to embrace and imbibe on a, on a daily basis with, with murder and, and violent crime and carnival and all the Stone Age primitive behavior that you have to endure on, on a daily basis year round, okay? And then to have them come rob you and to loot and to, to kill you and stuff like that. As a matter of fact, I was I was scrolling through Facebook this morning and I and and someone posted a video of a of a robbery. It's like it, it's it's outrageous. And people think, oh, it's gang, it's gang affiliated. Stop the fucking lies. Stop the lies. This is how the African tries to excuse his his violence and his disgusting behavior. This is how the African quote unquote intellectuals with their funny hats and their smooth brains try, try to finesse and smooth over the fact that Africans are savage people, generally speaking, right? This is what they do. The, the so-called intellectuals try to put a pass on it or to make light of it, right? By saying it's gang affiliated, that, that anyone that's not in a gang won't fall victim to this, to African savagery. And the Africans, only the Africans within gangs commit these, these atrocious uh, acts and behave this in, in this way. And that's actually not true. Okay? You don't have to be in a gang. Africans don't have to be in a gang or a gang affiliated to be, to be accosted, to be assaulted, to be murdered by Africans. Don't fall for it, people. It's a crock of shit. Yeah, so... Um, that was that was that and 
yeah, here is the video I was I'm talking about. Uh, it was posted by Alert TNT, and here here's the euphemism that the African uses to to describe African uh, terrorists. Pests. They use the word pests, robbing people in in Barataria. Pests are robbing people. No. Call it for what it is, dude. This is nignog behavior, TNB, typical nigger behavior, right? And it, it's it's disgusting. If you watch the video, guys, it's it's atrocious, man. It's atrocious. Yeah, but they will try to tell you that these people are gang affiliated, that the, the victims were gang affiliated too, you know? Now, someone else made a post of a video about an African-American family, right? This is, this, is, this is what she posted. I might be late, but just watched some disturbing mess and had to share. So these folks was foster parents. Again, Africans for some reason cannot conjugate verbs. Starving their kids right. But the gag is when they found them one was 10 years old, height 3 foot 3 inches, weight 30 pounds. And one was 9 years old, height 2 foot 3 inches, weight 20 pounds. And 14 years old, height 4 foot, weight 40 pounds. Then, with four ends at the end of the word then, the oldest was 19, 4 foot, weight 45 pounds. Now, now, now listen to how she concludes her post. Man, it's so sad. And they black in caps, as if to say that blacks do not behave this way. And I have news for you guys, and I have news for her. This is typical African nonsense that you see that you that that you see on an everyday dude. You talk to any social worker, right? You speak to any social worker, right, in the United States, no matter where they are, they'll tell you about Africans. They'll tell you about how African-Americans live, okay? So this is the report. I don't know if you could hear it. Perfect family, but look closer, and the photo tells a very different story. A story of boys nearly starved to death, horribly abused by the foster parents who came to adopt them. I weigh 40 pounds. Trey Sean is 14 years old here. 30 pounds. Terrell, age 10. Less than 20 pounds. Michael is nine years old. Michael's tiny body fit into clothes for a baby. For years, adopted parents Raymond and Vanessa Jackson told fellow churchgoers the boys had a rare eating disorder that stunted their growth. When police raped all three of them, unrelated foster kids, had <laughs> a rare eating disorder that stunted their growth, and they're going to their church. And the Africans in the church are none, none the, they're none the wiser. They, 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 they don't know any better. Really? These people are not even, these kids are not even related. Like, come on. They have, you know, they're, they're just not related. What kind of rare disease is this? But this is just what happens in, in this is what happens in Africa, man. Trey Sean. And they just had a couple water there, and that's all we had for that one day. 
Terrell. Water and bread mixed up together in one bowl. Michael. Once I had to eat baby food. They did not attend school. They spent their days in the basement or on a stairwell. We'll go sit on a step. Then, well, six hours will go by. It took another adoptive brother's defiance to finally change their fate. With nothing to eat, the eldest brother left the house searching for food. A neighbor called 911 to report a child going through the garbage looking for food. Hmm. Only in Africa. how the African this is how they treat their larvae this is just how they treat their larvae plain and simple you you do you think this is unique this is very common this kind of stuff is very common among Afro Africans among among uh, Afro Trinidadians among African Americans among Africans in Africa what do you think the whole Africa live aid was about with the, the the whole concert with Bono and and uh, what's his name uh, the guy from Queen the lead singer of Queen and Elton John and and did I say Bono already yeah Bono from U2 Phil Collins performed I think Michael Jackson might have made an appearance um, uh, Freddie Mercury from Queen um, uh, Duran Duran right they all got together for the live aid to save Africa, to feed Africa. And we're talking about trillions and trillions of dollars, okay? In charity money, food, grain, you name it, medicines were given to Africans. Why? Because there were pictures popping up with fucking vultures, you know, waiting for some emaciated African child to drop dead so they could feast on the carcass on the corpse, right? Why? Africa is rich in resources. Africa has tremendous arable land. But for some reason, the African could not plant one fucking crop to feed himself and his children and the children. Why is that? Why is the African unable to grow fucking food? What 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 would what what would force what would lead the African to a point of starvation? It was not a matter of uh, pestilence or some sort of famine. No, it was not about a famine. Why the fuck is there famine 
Why would there even be a famine? We're talking about Africa. Arable land for, for, for miles and miles over, hundreds of miles. But when you do the research, you start understanding who the African really is and the hunter-gatherer that he really is, his primitivism. The fact that he never made it to the stage or stadial progress of agrarianism. He was, he was always um, a hunter-gatherer, never made it, never made it to agrarianism, barely made it to horticulturalism. Animal husbandry was not something common among African tribes. Okay? Just wasn't the case. Right? And they're put in a, in a modern setting, setting where they're told that they're just as equal or just as, or more superior or superior to other races or just as equal as other races. And this just isn't so. We see that every day in Trinidad and Tobago. We see that every single day in Baltimore where Baltimore is, is considered to be rat infested with rodents, rats. As a matter of fact, they did a documentary called, called um, Rat City, Baltimore. Okay, Baltimore, I think the population of, of, of Baltimore is 64% Africans. And guess who's doing all the murders? Who's doing all the killings, all the drive-bys, the stabbings, the assaults, the rapings, uh, the, the, the robberies, and all that kind of stuff. You bet your ass it's the African. Even The Wire, The Wire is a show that was made to reflect and to chronicle and to show and to depict what was going on in Baltimore. Okay? And Elijah Cummings is going at Trump and blaming Trump for what's going on there. And Baltimore has been Africa for decades. And Trump is hitting back and saying, no, pal, we know what's going on. We know what's going on. Africans turn everything into Africa. Look at Laventil. Look at the Beetham. Beautiful real estate. And they have turned it into Africa. You give an African, you give, you give any other race a brick and they'll give you a city. You give an African a city and they'll give you a brick. That's just a reality. Right? You drop any African into a city and it will start to resemble Africa. That's just a fact, right? And for anyone who wants to talk about the races are equal, <laughs> different races build different societies. And you know what? I'll tell that to anybody, any one of your politicians. I will challenge anyone in Trinidad. I don't care who they are. All these, again, these people with their funny hats and they're thinking, they think that they're this intellectual and, oh, um, my name is Brother Th Thesaurus Muhammad. Like, like, come on, dude. Let's cut this shit out, pal. Different races build different societies. Where do we go from there? Okay? And I will ask him, why can't Africans get their shit together and clean up their own neighborhoods instead of depending on other people to do it for them, instead of depending on the government? Why? Why is it so hard for them to do these things? Why can't they self-govern? I know the answer, but it's a rhetorical question, right? It's a rhetorical question for specific reason to, 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 to make a point, right? 
you know all the flash mob t- flash mobs that they 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 make terrorizing tourists and and you know who who is who in their right mind is going to go to Baltimore to South Chicago which which one of you people all of you people who think who want to talk about racism how many of you are moving to Lavendale how many of you are moving to fucking Beetham Gardens or to to Sea Lots or wherever the case, wherever the Africans um, are condensed huh and you 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 want to get mad at me and call me a racist or call Sat Maharaja racist when we are judging you by the by your character. We are judging Africans by their character and you don't like it. Okay? African means poverty and crime, plain and simple. There's tons of evidence to support this. And you guys would love to prop up the exceptions to the rules. But those are exceptions, my friends. They're exceptions. What it's the point in talking about the exceptions. I'm not worried about the exception robbing and killing me. No. I'm, I'm, I'm focused on the commonality. What's common? What's general? Okay? And I'm telling you guys, white people have understood this about, about Africans for hundreds of years. For hundreds of years. But I don't want to get into that right now because, you know, it's... It's um, it's a lesson within itself. It's a lesson within itself. And for those who to- want to call me racist, I-, I mean, guys, the mere fact that people are saying the PNM has to go and the PNM destroyed this, the PNM, you're basically saying that Africans have to go and Africans have destroyed the nation. And I have to agree with you. You are basically saying everything that I'm saying. As a matter of fact, what's your name? I hate to name drop, but she's a she's a known figure on on social media. Suzette Lowey came on and says that everyone knows that what ninety five or ninety nine percent of the PNM administration is African. We all know this. <laughs> so if Africans aren't doing well, it's because of other Africans. You have to. You're right. I have to agree with you, but don't call me a racist when you say shit like that. And then, and don't conclude with despite all other races and saying stupid shit like that is so dumb. Like Trinidadians, it's time for you guys to understand that race is real. It is real. Again, different races build different societies because different races have different values. Right? It's important for us to understand these things. <sighs> So there was a, there was another video. God, this is just to, this is just going to get into Dinduism, the Dindu syndrome, where a dole, um, the the guy that got who, who uh, apparently he got murdered by um, the TTPS or he was killed by the TTPS. We don't know what happened. They're saying that he was killed for no reason, and that's just typical African shit. That's TNB, typical nigger behavior. They never, he was just shot for no reason. I wasn't doing nothing. I didn't do nothing. That's just, it's just outrageously annoying, man. Like, why can't you just take responsibility for your shit? You know, they're always blaming others. And it's sickening. Let me see what else is there on Facebook. Um, I could go scroll through. Here we go. 
someone posted again the conjugation of verbs and tenses my friend this is how it reads dole funeral not dole's funeral there's no possessive not apostrophe s dole funeral will get more media attention than all of the fishermen funerals combine not combined combine okay sure 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 because you get, i mean you have to understand that that trinidadians love sensationalism africans love sensationalism it's about it's about tenement yard ghetto stuff that's all it's about all right let's see what else is there oh these groups there's this they just post some insignificant, inconsequential stuff. And I really want to bring Trinidad Renaissance back on there onto Facebook because it's different and you guys will get something a lot more substantive than the typical general Trinidadian stupidity, the platitudinous bullshit. Right? which is just another, just more perpetuation of African nonsense. Nignog nonsense. <laughs> oh God. Seems to be quite dormant for the time being. It's only when I get off of here with you guys and they start coming out of the woodwork, you know, they make these posts. Here we go. Here's another one. Um, Rowley is a joker. He claimed that Afro Trini not doing good, comma. The two heads of state are Afro Trini. I guess we have to blame Kamala. We, like, where do you get that from? I mean, this whole Rowley shit and his comment is so stupid. It's, it's like, again, I've said it before that Rowley's being trumped. Every and anything that comes out of his mouth or anything that he does is 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 being scrutinize and um and critiqued the man was making a comment in regards to an emancipation day celebration and and event right it, it had not i mean you're you're like taking things out of context just to suit your own bullshit narrative but this is as far as as the trinidadian intellect goes the intelligence goes it's only to fucking weave fabrications and to weave make make mountains of out of molehills and this is what Suzette Lowey was doing yesterday like dude you're taking his shit out of context spitefully right just to just to sound important and to be relevant it's it's very much similar and akin to what it is I talk about in regards to the local celebrity aspirations where these Africans are you know they'll go on on lives and stuff like that just to you know gain popularity um yeah it's it's like it's time for you people to fucking stop this shit dude he said africans aren't doing so good because it's true africans are not doing good they never have done any good let's be honest they never have they turn everything to shit but you're trying to make it seem like you know he's being racist no he's not being racist okay it was it was group specific his comment was group specific and only a cerebral insufficient and someone with, with, it's not even lofty. It's a fucking lousy aspiration, right? 
would try to turn his words and take his words out of context to spin it to spin it to suit your own bullshit narrative, Suzette Lowey. You're fucking lame. All right. You're just just retarded lame. And the word is government, not government. This faux British accent shit that you guys have going on, which is supposed to, to differentiate and separate you guys from the lower echelon to the from the to the upper echelon or, or supposed to make you the, sound like the upper echelon of Trinidadian society by pronouncing M-E-N-T as M-U-N-T. You, you sound like a fucking moron government and then and and uh what just it's just government the word is not government you guys sound like fucking morons just stop that shit you don't sound intelligent you don't sound cool the word is government there's an e there not a u but this is what you get in a shithole nation like Trinidad, you know, it's intellectuals, quote unquote, will give you shit like government. And fucking, I hear Kamala talking like that. Government. Like, you're a fucking retard. Where is the you? You guys sound so stupid. And it's supposed to, it, somehow it's supposed to separate them as the upper echelon of Trinidadian society, the educated faction to that of the un uneducated but you you're such an idiot you're a jackass um someone is just texting me when do you when you do the live okay anyway guys uh i'm pretty sure there's more to talk about but I don't want to be complaining in anymore than I have to. But yeah, um, so this video is just to pretty much highlight the fact that Trinidadians are talking about race. Are they waking up to the reality that is race? I highly doubt it. Trinidadians are still very much enveloped and engrossed in the bullshit narrative and lullaby that is all of we is one no we are not one other races are superior to other races certain races are superior to other races why different races build different societies do you want to live in an african society go right ahead right ahead i don't i don't care to because i know that there are superior races superior races that build superlative and superior societies to that of the African. The African does not build anything. He only destroys. So yeah, that's it for me, guys. Um, uh, you guys may hear from me later on this evening to discuss certain things that may unfold as the day progresses. Thank you for putting up with me. I'm still at 305-985-6008, 305-985-6008 on WhatsApp. You can always WhatsApp me. You can always find me on minds.com. And you can always send me a message on my YouTube channel, which is Specular Effect. Thank you for joining me and thank you for listening. Have a good day.